You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 091. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 91. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Well, hello there, Mr. Smith. Hello, Mrs. Smith. How are you? I'm so good. Yeah. Me too. I'm so good. It's been a good day. I've had it, a good day. It's a shit ton better than yesterday. Yes, I would have to agree with you. I was not being my best self. Yeah, I don't think I was either, actually. We, I don't think you were either. Yeah. but I, we, threw, I threw you uh, for a loop. So Yeah, so those of you who think that Mr. Smith and I just shit glitter all the time, we don't. Well, we do. We still shit glitter. It's just not pretty glitter sometimes. <laughs> It's like black glitter. Glitter. The herpes of the craft world. Wow. Wow. Once you get it on you, you'll never get it off. That's true. It's pretty fucking nasty. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, yesterday I was just in a cranky pants mood. But what's what's crazy is we still can, like, come back from it. We still kind of, like, well, here's what it sounded like to me. Here's what I'm hearing. Well, you didn't say that. You're right. I didn't say that. Like we're, it's, <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. It, but it has not always been that way. No, it has not. You're no, right. it has not. But there was, yeah, there was fucking trouble in paradise yesterday. <laughs> trouble in paradise. I like that, that even whiskey could not solve. <laughs> <laughs> well, whiskey solved it. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of it. A lot of whiskey. So anyway, hey guys, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. And um, I'm excited to jump into this week's topic which is cultivating confidence and this is just something is actually from a reader submission so we're gonna or excuse me a listener submission so I'm gonna read to you what uh what she wrote in with and jump into some some really cool ways to become a confident person like if if everybody was confident I would have nothing to do all day touche you know that's right so you know it is one of the major, major components to what I what I do. Like I really just help people find their voice. So I'm going to discuss it today. But before we do, a couple of things before we get into your amazing segment. My amazing. Oh yeah, my segment. I got a couple of uh, ones that I wrote this time instead of getting them off. Of oh, Googs. getting it off Googs. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if you guys have not done so already, I'm so pumped about this. I have a brand new subscriber gift, and I mentioned this last week, but you can go to thejoyjunkie.com slash free, and this lovely little hidden page, you will find a ebook. It's like a, it's actually like it's a, a work. badass ebook. It's a it workbook, is. really. It is, yeah. And you can also download the audiobook form version of it as mm. well. And it's called Stand Up For Yourself Without Being a Dick. A dick. A dick. You're going to take that dick. You're going to take that dick with my dick. Going to put it in with my dick. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> 
um, erection selection. Do you like my erection selection? Stop. Oh, sorry. Oh, erection selection. <laughs> um, yeah, so, it, and it's nine proven challenges. So they're like little daily challenges that you can do that are designed to help radically influence your self-confidence and self-love. So you can do them, you know, it, there's a whole thing in there about how to get the most out of it, you know, choosing a program, you know, that there's a lot of right ways to do it. But it's really simple. And if you do the audio book version, you can jump chapters and just kind of look at Oh, what's my challenge for today? And pick one, or you can do it That's for so the... funny. I know you were geeking out on I was that. geeking out that I could make chapters. It was adorable. Yeah, I geek out over that stuff, man. <laughs> you should. I get should. really cool. pumped out. I think the end pumped user, out. your junkies, are really going to appreciate that. I just care about aesthetics. I care about for the sure. ebook looking beautiful. So anyway, it is yours. It is completely free. And I... It's just... Oh my gosh, I just want to get it in your hands. So please go to thejoyjunkie.com slash free and snag your copy. You can get either one, PDF, both, whatever, ebook, audiobook, awesome. whatevs. And tell everyone, anyone you need, anyone who needs this, go to thejoyjunkie.com slash free. All right, so without further ado. Would you rather? What do you have for us today? I have got one. Um, one of my <laughs> one of my um, clients actually had this happen to her. Oh my god! And I thought that it would be a good "Would you rather" piece. Uh, okay, so would you rather ride coach on a sixteen-hour transcontinental flight caught between a fighting couple, or be without your smart device for a week? <laughs> Which one happened to her? The first one. Oh, okay. She was coach, and she got a middle seat and had a couple oh. sit at the window, and they were arguing the whole time I would she sat in the middle. I would much rather do that because I'm pretty confident I could, like, bust out some <laughs> shit with them. Yeah, right. The joy junkie sitting between them, yeah. I'd be like, guys, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. guys, guys. Yeah, 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 right. All right, so what he's <laughs> what he's hearing. Right? Oh, my that. gosh. I didn't even think about <laughs> the coaching aspect of it. You'd be perfect for that. Although, but most when I'm people, off and I don't want to coach, I'm like, fucking leave me alone. Yes, but it would be in self-preservation at this point. Right, right. It right. would be total self-preservation. <laughs> but not going without my smart device for a week... That is I, a goddamn nightmare. That one, I was like, oh, Amy would have a tough time with that one. Yeah, there's sure. no way. But I even, could, even I could go easily without being connected to other people. Like, uh, you know, like when we went to the Bahamas and we didn't have social media and, you know, we weren't really connecting with people on yeah. email yeah. or anything like but that. But Candy Crush, man, you need that. <laughs> Gotta have your candy crush. You know what? Or my clash of your tongue. My clash of clans. Your clash of clans. My candy crushing days are over. That's true. I would really appreciate if you would not bring (laughs) that up. Don't bring that up again. Don't bring it up. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah, I'm totally happy like unplugging. What I don't like is I don't like having access to my audiobooks or It, it has everything that we ever do on it now, like Right. You know, everything. I make Evernotes. I'm on podcasts. Yep. I've got ebooks. I'm I mean, I mean, <laughs> shut up. So I cannot even. I don't know what to do what would me. you choose? Uh, I would definitely choose to be without my smart device for a week. You would? Absolutely. I would. That would be just like I would bite my tongue off 
being in, sitting in between. I think in you coach, would... I'm six five, two thirty. I'm not gonna <laughs> sit in coach between two fighting couples. It's especially oh no. In the but, middle but seat, no. You you are just like me in that way that she'd be like, You guys, here's what's happening. Like you No, would... I would just backhand both of them at the same time. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. You would totally have an intervention That's right true. there. You I would. absolutely would. I would be like switch seats or go find another one like you yeah, know. Yeah, you would boundary their their shit up. Absolutely. Oh my like, god. Like this is a fucking plane flight, not a hotel room. <laughs> we can hear you. <laughs> We can hear you. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about. Um, thank you for that. By yeah, the way, I, a good fe- one. I feel like we did the first part before, maybe. The sixteen-hour flight one. Yeah. No, that just came up. No. No, that one. I mean, just I had a client that had that happen to her. Sixteen-hour flight. Between a fighting couple. And were they speaking English or a different language? Um. Because that. Oh, they were English. That's oh, if it was another... Vietnamese, that'd be oh my god. Or anything. Or German. Or German. I mean. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Not to on. single them out. Anyway. <laughs> we have no problem. Disclaimer with Vietnamese or German <laughs> Germans, people. Yeah. It's the language we have trouble. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. I'm responsible do- for the opinions of my co-part. <laughs> Cultivating confidence. So let me read this submission to you. So this gal wrote in and she said, I'm a life coach in training and owning my own business was such a foreign concept to me. I've been busting through some badass walls around it. Awesome. Can you talk about how you felt when you first started your business? You are very confident with your voice. And have you always been that way? Or what was your journey like? Big thanks to you guys. I've been listening to you and Mr. Smith on the pod every morning on my commute to my day job. How awesome. By the way... I lose my shit every time somebody says something like that. Like, I just love it so much that there's actually people out there listening to us going off about this. Exactly. So I don't want to dig a ton into my personal story or journey or anything related specifically to life coaching um, because I want to be able to talk about a concept at large that could really affect a lot of people's lives. Like confidence just period whether it's in dating or a business or um getting healthier or establishing boundaries and relationships so i i really want to talk about podcast is for anyway yeah but excuse me i will kind of pepper throughout this pod some of my experiences as i did build my business pepper away Pepper away. That's a good word. Isn't that a good one? Like a yeah. sprinkling, a little... Yeah, a little l- peppering. A little taste. See what it tastes like? Don't you want to leave the taste of the glory? See what it tastes like? <laughs> All right. So I would say the one of the absolute first things to do if you are looking at embarking on a new career, anything that is kind of new to you, the absolute pivotal thing that will make such a difference in you persevering and tell me what you think about this okay um is self-kindness really truly how you choose to speak to yourself throughout the journey it uh, is what develops confidence is what yeah is what um will make the difference between actually following through on starting the new business going after dating you know like actually following through i see yes absolutely i agree with that because if you don't have if you don't have your inner dialogue on lock or at least turning up the awareness, that shit will overrun you, especially when you're starting something new. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But 
the deal with our internal conversation is that it is always true to us. It's always presented as truth. So if you're embarking on on this new business, let's say, and you see, maybe maybe this gal sees me and she goes, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where I have a podcast or blah, blah, blah. And I might do it with other people who I follow and go, I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where I'll have like four retreats a year and I have hundreds of people, you know, and and if I didn't yeah. have an acute awareness around what was actually happening in my mind, mm-hmm. it would just be true. And I just would be defeated and I just wouldn't be able to go. That's one of your pursue. biggest things around coaching is inner voice. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And it was interesting. I was talking to a client the other day and, and I kind of realized, I said, if I could sum up the single most influential factor in personal development, that actually contributes to you making radical change in your life, it is absolutely awareness. Yeah. It's, I mean, we can say courage, we can say self-love, we can say all this other shit, but that piece of actually becoming aware that what you're saying in your own mind doesn't actually have to be true, awareness around what's your own insecurities and what's fear and what, yeah. I mean, awareness, I mean, you do it in body work. I do. If somebody just is like, my arm hurts and it just fucking hurts and there's no awareness around their own contribution or where exactly it hurts or tune into. The refinement. That's the key. Yes. The awareness is what refines our courage or whatever, right? Awareness is the keystone to really tap into all those things. So if you don't have a refined uh, palette for what exactly is happening in your body or in your mind, then you can't really decipher where your courage lies or where exactly. anything lies. You're you're pretty much just a victim. You're right. kind of along for the ride. Or or it's muddled. You don't understand what where is my courage? Or was that courageous or was that something else? You know, like Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So one of the reasons why this can be so challenging is Anytime you do something that you've never done before, that inner critic, that little piece of your psyche that wants to tell you what's true. Um, so people call it, I call it your inner shit talker. Some people say gremlin, saboteur, committee in your head, whatever. It's kind of like the devil and the the angel, angel on the mm-hmm. shoulders. It's the, it's the two dichotomous parts of yourself. One that's fighting for your biggest life, fighting for your grandest dreams. And the other one that's actually just in charge of your safety. Protection mode, yeah. And it so it's not trying to hurt you and you know be awful it's just really really trying to avoid any type of change by all means necessary so usually it'll it'll be mean it'll be rude but it's in service of protection it's actually an antiquated piece of our fight or flight i'm not even going to get on into all sure. of that all the psychological stuff um, but it's fascinating if you look at kind of the evolution of fear and why we feel it um so Here's what happens. Whenever you try something you've never done before, it's it's new territory. So let's say this gal who's starting this new business. She's never done it before. She's never had a flourishing coaching career. And so if she sees all these other examples of what she thinks, quote, success is, that is fodder for your internal critic to just attach to. Absolutely. Like crazy. Because you have no evidence except fantasy. Like the only thing your mind can do is fantasize about what what you can or cannot accomplish be, right. because there's no history there's mm-hmm. you've never done it before and i think one of the things that our internal um conversation will often attach to is i don't know 
I don't know how to do something. And it will spin out in the I don't knows forever instead of figuring it out. So, you know, for me in this journey of, you know, establishing an online business and coaching and all the speaking, like all these different components, uh, writing, all of that, there was a time when it was brand new to me. And yeah. I f- and we did a, a show on procrastination ages ago. And that's one of the things that gets us to procrastinate the most is when we say, well, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to build a business. I don't know how to write. I don't know how to convert to a PDF. Yeah. I don't know how to start a podcast. And so we spin and we fester in the I don't know instead of going, but I'll find out. Right. But I'm capable of sourcing the answer. I'm capable of finding the information. Mm-hmm. So I offer that to you because I did that for a long time as well, where there would be certain things that I wanted to accomplish or go after. And and currently I'm doing it around speaking. Mm-hmm. And I've been been like, well, I don't know how to get all these gigs. I don't know how to do And, but I will find out. And that's what helps your resiliency. So know that's great advice. Yeah, and know. Thank you. Know that any time you don't know how to do something, your gremlin or your inner critic will probably get really, really loud about it, and will want you to focus on what you don't know right. instead of sourcing the answer. So that's one of my absolute favorite internal dialogues that I use, and I hope this helps this particular listener. Is well, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to find out. It's like it kind of trumps that conversation. Got it. Yeah, absolutely. Another component in um, really cultivating confidence. So even if we're looking at just becoming a confident human, and 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 really to answer your question, um, no, I definitely was not always a confident person at all. I struggled greatly with uh, self-image in high school. I had really severely acneic skin and I wouldn't even look at people in the eye. I would wash my face in the dark. I would um, like anywhere that I was at like a youth group or anything like that with friends. I would wait till everyone went to bed and then mm-hmm. I'd wash my face and I'd get up before everybody and put like 10 layers of makeup on and you know, I was extremely, extremely insecure and I wasn't confident. And a lot of it had to do with body image at the time. Oh, baby. So, so yeah. So just so that I don't negate her asking me if my journey has always been this way. It, right. it most certainly has not. Yeah. I have, however, always been extremely outspoken. And I think people misconstrue being outspoken, gregarious, extroverted, loud as being confident. And that's not always the case. That's true. At all. That can be a facade or armor it can absolutely be armor but for me now the confidence that i speak from i like to refer to it as my testimony versus my victim story so instead of being a victim to my skin or body image issues or being a victim to you know my relationship with boundary setting you know i've shared you know i have had issues with certain family members etc it was in doing things that are confident, in practicing courage, even when I didn't feel it. It's a practice. Yeah. It really is. Um, so all that to say, anybody can cultivate confidence. It's a practice, just like anything just else like in personal else. development. That's right. And there's still areas that I don't feel as confident in. 
do you know what I mean? Sure. And I'll talk about that in a second as well. Um, another thing that you can actually do to help progress yourself to a little bit more self-confidence is to just simply do things that make you proud of yourself. Anything that will make you like, you know what? I'm fucking proud that I did that. Yeah. Like I was scared to set up an ebook or I was scared to contact a new client or um, I was afraid to lay down a boundary with my mom, but I did and I'm fucking proud of myself. Or I usually don't look at people in the eye and I did and today I smiled at a stranger. I'm proud of myself. And usually what we do is we we reserve pride in ourselves for some sort of ridiculous lofty ambition. Like, okay, I can be proud of myself as long as I make partner or as long as I have a baby or as long as I have this gorgeous home or, you know, we, we don't allow ourselves to have pride in small little, little advances. Yeah. And those are the things that actually help build you know, get you up the mountain. You there, just, it's a compound effect. You don't effect. just end up on top of Mount Everest. You take one step at a time. That's so exactly right. So you'd be proud right. of every step you take, right? Right. And it's, it's the, the compound effect. Like if I do something that I'm proud of today, isolated, like if I actually just, you know, smile at people. Right. Because sometimes because I'm so isolated here, I will act somewhat isolated when I'm running errands and stuff like that. And I make myself smile and talk to people. How's your day going? Oh, thank you for that. You know, like I really push myself and I'm like, I'm fucking proud of that. If I do something like that today and then tomorrow I actually get a workout in and then the next day I'm really good about my my dairy-free, gluten-free shit. And then the next day I do a really kind gesture towards you. I am creating a compound effect over time of habituating pride in myself. Thank you. It's like anything else. One workout doesn't do much. Workout yeah. over a compound effect over a decent amount of time creates radical change. Right. So that's why everything in personal development is a practice. You never arrive. It's a journey. You're constantly doing it. Mic drop. That was the actual <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> you just ruptured eardrums. I, I'm, no. I'm like, oh, I have better check that. <laughs> so when you are downloading your free gift, that's actually one of the particular challenges is to look at what you can do to be proud of yourself. One of the challenges in the ebook. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, in your workbook. So be sure to, to go grab that. Another thing that... I think this is such a huge, huge piece of cultivating confidence is truly setting yourself up for success. So what I mean by this is what usually spirals us into comparison. So for instance, if this gal is starting her coaching career um, and she starts looking at all these other coaches and all these other people who've done this amazing stuff, which we all do in every area, um, Oh, look at that person who's so thin and beautiful. Or, oh, look at that person who has like, they, they have the kids in the perfect house and they have all these things, right? Like we spiral into comparison when we're really, really shameful or unhappy with where we are in that particular category. Yeah, absolutely. So I know for me personally, and I believe, I believe I've shared with, it, with this with you before, when I don't have a strategy in my business or I don't have a really crystal clear plan for my year, my month, the direction, the trajectory of the business, I'm extremely triggered by other people who do. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's not about them. It's about it's me. It's about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So the same is true for um, body image. I'm not I'm not that bad about that because I have a really great relationship to my body and, and like I'm heavier than I like to be right now, but I don't hate myself. Please. No, no, I know. But I know. for me, yeah. I'm not comparing to anybody else. I'm comparing to me. Sure. But that's usually the problem. When you're unhappy with your steps that you have or have not taken in regards to your health or your physical fitness mm-hmm. or your weight or whatever, you tend to project that in comparison to others, um, bitterness, sharp tone towards others. You make it their fault that they are where you want to be. Now, I'm not saying that it's your fault or that it's a bad problem that you are overweight or anything like that. I'm saying it's about what you are or are not doing to progress yourself towards that goal. If you know very well that you want to you know, lose weight, eat healthy, whatever, and you absolutely are choosing no behaviors that are helping you, right. that's on you. It's not the weight. It's that you are doing nothing about it. Yes. That's, so, that's awesome. Yeah. Again, if I sit and I'm doing nothing about organizing my business, getting all the game plan, but yet I'm scouring the internet about all these other people's successes, I'm just going to keep spiraling and spiraling and spiraling because the problem is not their success. The problem is my inaction. It's not that I need to have action that's better than them or an out, be skinnier than them. It's that I need to be in action around things that matter to me. That happens a lot with uh, clients. Like they'll keep coming back to me expecting results and I'll keep giving them exercises or awareness tips or things that they can do outside of our sessions and they'll come back with the same issue and I said, well, how were, how do the exercises go? How was your awareness? Oh, I, I thought about it a couple times. Like, well, well, there's your answer. There you go. Right? Like I get an hour with you, maybe an hour and a half. There's a lot more to your week or two weeks right. or three weeks that I don't get to see you. So... You know, what are you doing to heal yourself instead of coming to me expecting it to happen here, right? And and I would also guess that they would be, and this is, again, a complete just what I make up, so this may or may not be true, but I would guess that more often than not, they would probably be angry at people who were of sound body and movement, people who were not Mm. in pain. You know, I never really tap into that, so I don't know. I'm always like getting them internal so I don't, because I don't, until you own it you go like well easy for you your joints work perfectly well easy for uh, you you're right. nice and thin or easy for you you're young or blah 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 instead of owning our own inaction towards right. what we want yep so th- on the flip side when i'm really happy with what i'm doing for my health i could give two shits about anybody else's body I don't even that's so funny isn't I it? don't even think about it when I've got everything dialed out in my business I can see all these other coaches and people who are successful and I'm like you go girl fuck yes and I love that concept and I love that and I can celebrate them because I am at peace with my action not necessarily like oh yeah I'm doing better than them or doing well it's not the end it's result your personal actions it's the fact that I'm actually taking action and that's what makes me confident yeah that's what gives you that that confident element so really keep an eye out for that because that truly will grab you in the comparison trap when you aren't doing your best when we're not doing our best 
when we're, you know, subpar parenting, we tend to notice all the other people who we consider super mom or super dads and we make them wrong for it. Right. Usually. Right. I mean, because they're and, taking and the is, actions that we wish we were. Right. Yeah. So again, if we look back at this, it's like, okay, what are the things we can do? We can trump inaction because a lot of times we just say, well, I don't know what workout I want to do or I don't know how to how to start this podcast or I don't know how to start this business or I don't know how to talk to my spouse. I don't know, but I will find out. Take off a chunk and eat it. So there's one. Yeah. <laughs> the other, I'm going to speak kindly to myself along this journey. I'm actually going to be nice. I'm going to fuel myself with words that are kind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set myself up for success by actually getting into action around all the things that I want and desire in my life. I'm going to do things that make me proud of me. These are all just a huge recipe for self-confidence. And those are all momentous things, right? They create momentum. Yes. And the momentum creates more momentum. Yes. So the better you get at doing these, the better you're going to be in your business, the better you're going to be in your confidence, the better you're going to be in your co- connection with people, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, and it also gives you, it's such an incredible piece of self-awareness because I will now notice if I start making something up about somebody else, like, oh gosh, like she's this or he's being this or that business is so successful or that person's such a renowned speaker. And I immediately now go into where are you not doing your best because you're being triggered by that. Right. Where are, And so now it's about instead of always looking externally, it's going, what's my role in the matter? Oh, wow. And that's, that's a real good. That's the change. It's a great advice. Yeah. So here's what I need you guys to hear. Self-confidence is a byproduct of speaking kindly to yourself, doing things that make you proud of yourself, and constantly behaving courageously. That's really what it's about. Everything in self and self-development, personal development, is new behavioral patterns. It's doing, thinking, feeling differently. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, seriously, like that's, that's it. it. It, you know, it's it's one of those things that, yeah, that's it, but you have to apply them. You absolutely do. It's like, I, I've said this before, it's like reading a book about fitness. Yeah. You can exactly. accumulate all the knowledge that you want to. That does not get you to lift a fucking weight or walk around the block. That's right. You have to flex this. And I think that we, we feel almost like... <sighs> the mental workout or the physical or the spiritual workout is so intangible it's more challenging to do but you're already doing it you just have to switch the messaging ooh i like that it's like right now it's like your your mind or your inner critic or whatever is a couch potato and you just need to get it up get it to start yeah, working exactly. out that's funny you know um, and, and that's one of the things that I do hear from my clients all the time is like, this really takes practice. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it, it does. Yep. It still gets me. There's times, you know, where yesterday I was like, I was really behaving poorly. I'm not proud of the woman I was. And I had to go clean it up. I had to clean it up with you. And I had to clean it up with my best friend. Because I was like, I, I still feel strongly about the stuff I conveyed to both of you. But I did not, I'm not proud of my delivery. And I need to clean it up. <laughs> 
But if you're not confident, if you, you take that as I am a horrible human, right? It has to create your self worth, and you are. That's one instance. That's one circumstance. I am more than one circumstance. Yeah. So. Any any other thoughts for you around confidence? Like anything in your in your world that totally changed how you felt about the man you are? Um, I think I think you've nailed it. Really, you know, you've really like put it into simple steps. Yeah, you know, broken into pieces. Um, I think you know, f- from my end of the world, there is a posture that comes. With Ooh, confidence too. I love it. You know, it's it's difficult to um, mm. express joy in a depressed posture. So like slumped over. Yeah. So what's your confident posture? You got to get your body in a confident position, and then that shifts your mind into a confident place too. I right? fucking love it. So I think that is a really uh, powerful way of getting your body and mind connected. First of all, but also to really snap your mind out, you know, instead of what's called um, uh, psychosomatics. Yeah. We call it uh, soma psychics. Mm -hmm. So instead of going through your mind to treat your body, you go through your body to treat your mind. I love it. Okay, so that's your other thing to do. I want you to stand in the mirror and develop your own confidence posture. And it should be easy. It shouldn't be forced. Right. Right, it shouldn't be this like militant stand or right, um, like over exaggerated anything. It should just be how you know you see that person that just walks into the room. You're like, oh, look at that, that walks so graceful. Mm-hmm. They just walk so easy. It's like they're floating. Like right. that's how you should find yours is in that grace and ease. Nice, I love that. Cool. That you know, and that's really interesting too because it, now even when I think back to. You know, when I was younger and I really would avoid eye contact and I was so insecure about how I looked physically, uh, my body posture, and in coaching we call it your geography of your body. Interesting, yeah. I, yeah, it's funny the different terms, yeah. right? But my geography was slumped and um, evasive and hiding and very guarded, like don't talk to me. I would barely look people in the eyes. Now, I can't wait, like when I'm feeling good like my posture is like boom I and i just noticed you changed it just now just now even yeah. standing up like <laughs> yeah yeah it affects you it does they're all tied together yeah. so find that that body posture that stance that makes you feel in your power and nurture it and keep playing with it and don't compare yourself to the other person who walks in the room gracefully find yours notice your own body notice Absolutely. your relationship to the floor and you know all these get into that body own yeah. the stuff that is yours it's not outside there it's in here do you walk in the room like a hundredaire or a millionaire <laughs> right <laughs> i love it that's great babe thank you so much yeah, for sharing that all right guys so i think that does it for for this week and again please if you want more stuff on cultivating that confidence please go to the slash free grab your brand new audio book i know that is such e-book. a cool ebook it looks so stellar it's so fucking designed well i know it's, it's like beautiful. beautiful and but and that was all you you didn't have a design person do it like that was all you i just nerd out over it that's fucking amazing i nerd out i love it i love everything aesthetic everything like just (laughs) i love beauty and adornment and decoration i just can't help it so 
yes, get your freebies and and do it. It's designed so that you have to like do things differently. I wanted people to do get it. out, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I wanted people <laughs> to get out and get in action. Like do things differently than they have been. That's what it's about. It's changing these habits. It's changing the behavior. It's changing the mindset. Um to create a new norm. And and that's really what I do. So Go get your freebies and please leave an iTunes review. We'd be so, so obliged. And thank you very much to those of you who already have and those of you who've reached out to me on Instagram and just share that you're learning a lot from the pod. You can find me on Instagram at at the joy junkie. And I always am going off about shit on there. And I wish you would play Instagram more, babe. Yeah, I just... Because there's shit that I see that I want to tag you. I'm like, okay, here. Like there was one about... <laughs> I'm on Instagram. I just don't ever go on it. There was one about, um, I saw this meme that said something about, uh, about food and how, like, if you say no, I don't want to order this food and then you proceed to eat all of mine. Like, it's so (laughs) unacceptable. And it was said really witty. And Andrea and I, my best friend and I were like commenting, like, our husbands are like this. They like the idea of not ordering the fries. But then I have a couple of years. But when, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Then you order yours. But come on, share. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have to have a limit though. But you'll keep you'll keep picking, picking, picking. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. We digress. That's how we do. All right, junkies, we love you so very much. We'll see you around these parts next week. And here is to loving and living your most badass life. Walk proud, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Out. <laughs>